0: Hello and bonjour everyone. Welcome to our first ever Haunted Tales from the Chesterfield and a very happy Halloween. Today's tale is our favorite so far as it is one of our local legends. This one holds a very special place in our heart which you will come to hear about in this episode. Well, Dick 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 was our first episode that we ever recorded, this one was the one that really helped us find our groove. We went here with our wooden matches in hand, so head on over to our socials at tftc underscore the pod and watch it. I was not okay for part of it. There may be a couple of profanities, but we did go. It was worth it. It was a lot of fun. We want to sincerely From the bottom of our hearts, thank everyone for sticking with us through this sound quality journey. We do have a new microphone and an actual home, so we're not sitting on the floor trying to build pillow forts to get that that decent sound quality. So in two weeks, we promise it's going to get better. We are sending you all so much love. We wish you the happiest and the safest of Halloweens. We hope that you guys have fun raiding your kids' Halloween bags. And for childless couples like Blakey and I, we hope that you have fun seeing all the very scary little beans walk up to your door to give out candy and have so much fun. I have a very special costume for Blake. He's going to be wearing it tomorrow to give out to the kiddos. So keep an eye out for that as well. And with that, let's all head through the tunnels.
1: has its haunted legends. Growing up, older siblings, schoolmates, or babysitters would try and scare you with stories of ghosts in haunted houses. But what about a story of a little girl set on fire trying to escape her house? Today's tale from the Chesterfield hits close to home, a hoax or haunted history of the Niagara region. This is the legend about the Screaming Tunnel. What is interesting, and I suppose a little surprising, was that after years of being terrified of the tunnel itself, seeing it for the first time is a little underwhelming. It's not very long at 125 feet. Its limestone tunnel is decorated with beautiful moss and a collection of Niagara's not-so-good graffiti, such as, the ghost was here, and (laughs) I fingered the ghost.
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah, um, and it's like covered with dicks now oh it has to be just constant like everywhere you look and yeah it is a little underwhelming when you first walk up to it and I think we well as we'll go on to discuss I think because we get told so many things that the tail is long yeah the tail is long and the tunnel is short (laughs) (laughs) so did you go when you were in high school No. You didn't? No, at least I was terrified. Yeah, okay. No, my
1: brother would tell me all the time about the Screaming Tunnel and that he would go. And I bet you he never even went because he's just as much a wuss as I am. Hi, Coco. (laughs) But no, I never went. It was always a legend. Even like through university, I would tell people of the
0: Screaming Tunnel and I never went. Did you go? I did not go. See? I know. Um, it's just, yeah, no, I was, I, I, I am not, oh, as much of a horror, horror fan as you are, and so, like, I, I just, you no, know, and it, it was terrifying, I never even did, you know, like, the, as you say, Hail Mary three times, Bloody Mary three times, I didn't even do that, because I was too scared, <laughs> so, no, I didn't go into a dark hey. tunnel in the middle of the night, <laughs> Hail Mary, Mother of God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you didn't go to confession often? No, I didn't. Three. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> As stereotypical TikTok millennials, we'll get clocked for this. We often reminisce about how we used to have to go to the library to do research for school projects and the amount of time it took to load one picture on a dial up network. We didn't have the option of typing something into Yahoo only to see millions of web pages and photos dedicated to that subject. I spent countless hours on GeoCities creating web pages highlighting O Town and Christina Aguilera, just to ensure other fans could know what was happening in the pages of Top of the Pop and Tiger Beat. Did you know that our introduction to the internet predates Google?
0: I did not and i also know that you put the yahoo in there because i a 34 year old female in the year of our lord and savior 2023 or however you say it i have a yahoo email
1: when we met and (laughs) became friends i don't know what i asked you for your email for but i needed to email you something from personal instead of a work email and when you gave me your Yahoo email, I paused
0: and considered stop, friending. Just oh no wow. friends. Somebody with the Yahoo. somebody literally asked me the one time, like, aren't they out of business? And I'm like, well, obviously not, because they still have the email.
1: I used to go on Yahoo a lot. Um, I remember like scrolling their news, but my favorite favorite thing to do on Yahoo, you would scroll down and there would be games, and you would oh. be able to play pool like. Yeah. All pool. In queue. pool, yeah, yeah, pool, pool. <laughs> and it. But it had a chat function. Oh, okay. So I would like troll and like catfish all of these guys while I got to kick their ass right. in a and game pool. of pool. Yeah, and
0: I'm sure they were all like eighty, like seventy. Oh, they were men, catfishing like, me, yeah. too.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent ASL? Question mark. ASL question
0: mark. That's the end. Like chat roulette. That shit was dangerous. I never did chat I... roulette did it one time, and I, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was dangerous. Like, if, if I had a child, and they were like, oh, I'm just playing, and it's like,
1: no. That's the one where you press the button, and it scrolls a different person anywhere in the world. Anywhere
0: in the world, and then, so, you would have your, like, your um, webcam, because, of course, we didn't have them built into our computers. No. So you would have your webcam, and the other person would have their web- webcam, and would just go to a bunch of people, and you could either stay and chat with them, or you could hit the roulette again and it would just go to a different person over and over again. So it Isn't was
1: that, that's a thing nowadays too. Like Is the it? youth are doing that. I'm not gonna oh say gosh. the name correctly. I wanna say it's like Weeble or oh I don't know. Any any millennial person out. who knows this. Kudos yeah. to you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, Google came quite further down the road, um, and one of my favorite websites as a young youth also predates google can you guess what that is
0: it's probably something gross
1: yes okay it was the only gross thing that like you can just find all of the gross things
0: at one time like the mother like the mothership of gross yeah okay
1: um i don't even know if it still exists i would assume it does i haven't been on in a very long time
0: rotten
1: yeah Rod. Oh my com. god. Pre-dates. How did I even find it? I don't know,
0: because of urban legends and we just found it one day. Yeah. Oh god, that's like blue waffle and all that stuff. Blue waffle,
1: one man, oh. one jar.
0: See, and I didn't know yeah, about one jar. Olympics. And then we were on our road trip across the country and you scarred me for life.
1: You're don't welcome. Google
0: don't Google one man one jar. Just just trust trust me. I haven't seen it. I've heard of it thanks to my good pal. Kayla, don't do it.
1: If anybody needs a description, just give me a call.
0: Okay, sounds good. Her number is... <laughs> <laughs> My um... Yahoo email is... <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we have very clearly outed our ourselves and how old we are, let's get back to our sweet little tunnel. This story was scary. You needed someone... To drive you down to the tunnel, because you were certainly under the age of 16 when, when someone like threatened you or dared you, and you had no idea what you were walking into, and the scariest image of the tunnel was the one that you made up in your mind, which is, told, I feel that in my soul right now. So let's
1: start at the beginning because I wanted to tell you about is not just the legend but also the very many variations of this story and if any of them could potentially be based on fact. So the Grand Trunk Railway came to Niagara Falls in August of 1882 for a connection between America through Niagara Falls to Toronto and what is now the main Canadian National Railway line. I had mistakenly thought that the tunnel was the passage for the tracks itself. As a kid, that was what I had in my mind when I thought about the tunnel, was that the train went through the tunnel. But instead, the tunnel is actually constructed to be a drainage passage to ensure that the tracks don't flood and that there was drainage for the neighboring farms. So this is still actually evident today as the tunnel has a fairly streamy stream of water running through it. And it sometimes floods, and you need wellies to walk through it for sure. Streamy
0: stream. That's a great way to describe Streamy stream.
1: The Grand Trunk Railway was plagued by a variety of deadly incidents, including a slew of derailments causing serious injuries, including one that cost the lives of two infants. They also had close calls between oncoming trains, riding the same tracks with operators covering for one another, allowing for future incidences to take place. It wouldn't be a stretch to add this legend to the railway's list of horrible
0: incidences. This tragic story is about a little girl who lived in a farmhouse on the south side of the tunnel. One of the most difficult points to understanding if this legend is rooted in historical facts is that the story doesn't have a start date. It doesn't even have a year of when it could have happened. The closest to a date we have is that some say the incident happened shortly after construction which would put it in and around the 1890 or early 1900s. Some even go on to say there was a village at the mouth of the tunnel where the girl's house stood. Where the village is said to have stood now lends itself to the Bruce Trail, the oldest and longest hiking trail, clocking at 900 kilometers long, that passes directly by the tunnel. Within the research Kayla did for this legend, many websites and blogs stated that The foundations on the farm or a barn can be seen along the Bruce Trail, close to the tunnel, but I could not find any photos or evidence to confirm this. One individual went on to say that while there is the foundations of a structure present, there is no evidence of a fire. I wouldn't take this as evidence, as I don't know what 130 years of nature will do to burnt firehouse ruins. For now, this remains a mystery.
1: On a dark evening, cloaked in rain, the house within the village could not have anticipated what horror was about to happen. I was told that a fire was set by the father to murder his family. The little girl was set ablaze and escaped through the front door. With terror and confusion, she ran through the rain from her home, leaving her family inside. Not long after the father realized his little girl was no longer in the house, he stepped out onto his front porch and saw her running in her fiery dress towards the tunnel. Knowing the tunnel was used for farm runoff, he knew she wouldn't be able to get far. The father took his axe and went after his daughter. When he reached the tunnel, she had collapsed from the pain of her burns, but was still alive. Her father stood over her body as the train went by overhead and muffled her screams. He swiftly lowered the axe to her head. Legend has it when you light a wooden match at night within the tunnel, you can still hear her
0: scream. Yikes.
1: Is that the version you knew? No!
0: So, this is actually a very dark version. Uh, The one that I knew was just that the little girl was sleeping in her bed. There's always, like, talk of a little, like, a nightgown Mm. that's kind of, like, flowing in the wind, and the the house set on fire from natural causes, but she couldn't save her family, so she ended up running to go get help, but she had, her nightgown had already caught on fire, so when she ran through the tunnel, she succumbed to her injuries, and that's why, like, she was still burning, like, an awful way to go, so that's why you could hear her screaming and when you light a match she blows it out because oh. she doesn't she's afraid of the fire because that's how she died. Oh. Yeah, so that's this when you said that I was like, "Oh wow, that is so much darker than I mean, and my version's dark too, but like who told oh. you about the tunnel? Because oh it was my brother, so God. I'm sure
1: my brother elaborated a little bit yeah. to scare me because I was yeah. younger than he was and I remember him watching Unsolved Mysteries and Tales from the Crypt, and I would sneak downstairs to watch it and be terrified running upstairs to my room. But uh, I loved being scared, so I'm sure he kind of initiated part of that.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard it for the first time from my childhood friend. Her name was Sarah, because she was a local. So, Because I, I was born in Toronto. we I moved to the Niagara region when I was 10. Right. So... I wasn't, I didn't know all those things, but I was friends with her around that time. And I I found out about the tunnels pretty quickly. So I feel like it was her, maybe one of my other friends, but yeah, that's... I heard other versions of the story too. And Mm
1: -hmm. as I got older and my love for the macabre grew, those further versions of the story just adds to the legend and the hauntings. For some reason, people feel that true stories need embellishments to make it scarier or more gory. But over time, in my opinion, it's those reiterations that make the story less and less believable um, and easier to dismiss. And I think as we age as well, we kind of can see those Easter eggs in it and go, mm, "I don't think so."
0: Yeah, we want to lo- We want to make everything sound logical so that we protect our brains. Yeah, that's
1: exactly it. Yeah. I think this is decided by listeners. My version was very different from the very less murderous, but equally as tragic version. One of the more interesting versions I came across is that the scream that you hear in the tunnel is not just the farmer's daughter, but also the father himself. The story states that the little girl was walking to school through the tunnel and upon exiting, a motorist hits her. The father hearing his daughter's screams from the home runs through the tunnel screaming himself. And she dies in his arms as he continues to scream.
0: Oh. And you could kind of see, so, because it's her scream that you hear, or that you supposedly hear in the tunnel, or you you do hear in the tunnel. So if it's her spirit who's there, seeing the, but then the, yeah, because not the motorist, because, like, maybe she starts to scream because she, she sees her dad watch her die you know but there's no flame there. I never ever heard one with a motorist.
1: No this was new to me too when I was looking at all the variations because when I started doing the research I thought no my version's the correct version that's yeah. the version everybody knows yeah. but that was just the version that my closest friends knew that we yeah. talked about that my family knew yeah. and uh, there's a lot of versions out there and, and so I think from a realistic standpoint, This is definitely possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: And then do people start to bring in things like fire? Because fire is scary.
0: Fire is scary. How can it get any worse? Well, let me tell you. From bad vibes to worse vibes. Along the continuum to worse vibes, the story states that the father was drunk and abusive to his wife. The one night the wife had had enough and she hits the husband over the head. During the scuffle between the drunk husband and annoyed wife, the house and daughter are set ablaze. Again, the little girl runs from the house to the tunnel and still dies inside. Closer to the worst in the spectrum of horrible stories is one many people can relate to, that the little girl's death was the product of a horrible custody battle. One night, the mother packs her and her child's bags up, threatening to leave the home and her husband. The husband is set into a rage and tells the family if he can't have them, no one will. The farmer's daughter flees from the home, and the father runs after his daughter and kills her inside the tunnel.
1: It's interesting that the fire would be the choice of the weapon. Yeah. I don't know many stories or legends that include... Fire as the cause of death,
0: right? And and if I would argue that the original one with the axe feels so much more humane is not a good word, Mm -hmm. but it's the word that I'm going to go with because my one of my biggest fears is burning to death or drowning. So at least it's quick, right? You know what I mean? Would you rather burn alive or drown to death? Oh God, no! If you have to choose, you have to choose one. I'm going to say drown. Really? Only because I think that once you take your last breath, I'm pretty sure you pass out. Like, I like I think. But can you imagine? No, I know. But can you imagine the fear that you're going to die, but your skin is burning? And, like, you can feel that for a lot longer, I think. It dep- I guess it depends what's burning you.
1: I think I would rather be set on fire. Really? I think so. Why? Well, you see, like, monks, like, set themselves on fire, and they can meditate through it. <laughs> i mean
0: in in, in water if you, you know what if you can calm yourself down <laughs> enough while you are physically on fire then i, I could see it I, oh, I, my anxiety would not i am like a little chihuahua and my anxiety would like i would probably even forget to stop drop and roll like <laughs> literally and honestly i I thought that being on fire was going to be a bigger problem. How often did you learn about stop, drop, and roll? Consistently. Consistently. School was all about it. All about it.
1: I even practiced it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: But... (laughs) Swimming lessons were up to your parents, to right? Take you.
0: Right. That yeah. I think I
1: I choose fire because I know the feeling of not being able to breathe in water.
0: Right. Yeah. And so
1: my body associates it, the experience with I don't want that. I've never had the experience of
0: being on fire. Being on fire. Let's Thank hope that experience doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds horrible. There's two last variations to the story, and they're eerily similar in outcome, and so. The next one is often coupled with the versions you've already heard. Either it's custody battle or the drunk abusive husband, but nonetheless, the daughter flees the house, this time not on fire, and when the father chases after the girl, he brings gasoline with him. The father himself douses the little girl with the gasoline and sets her on fire as she lay on the tunnel floor. Don't worry, there's one more, so I want you to get ready for this one. Okay. This one's a doozy, and it's because this is the one that I choose to believe that it's the motorist version that's real, so that I can pretend that the father isn't the most horrible man in history.
0: Thank you for making me read this part. (laughs) I love this. This version of the legend agrees that the father was a drunk and abusive man, not only towards his wife but that the man would often sexually assault and rape his daughter. One night, when the little girl couldn't take it anymore, she decided to set the house on fire to kill her father. In a series of unfortunate events, the girl's dress is engulfed with flames and runs out of the house to try and save herself. The father, apparently unscathed, goes after her, runs into the tunnel, rapes her inside of the tunnel, and then proceeds to kill her and burn her body to cover up the Evidence. I hate that.
1: I know. Legend. Yeah, and this is where I think people just take legend and snowball it to make it sound scarier, to make it as horrible as you can make it. And somebody with a horrible mind decides to make up a story like this. It's the game of telephone. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: What can I say to make it? as horrible Mm -hmm. as it is. And I think sexual assault, rape, murder, murder, incest, all of the things that are the most horrible of humankind is wrapped into that part that part of the story. Yeah. Ugh, that made my heart hurt. (laughs) I don't think the story's true.
0: I don't think that one's true either, but you made me read that part, so I love you. My heart hurts.
1: Serial killers during the 1890s didn't even know what the collection of evidence was. Look at Jack the Ripper. Just two years prior in the UK, murder, let alone rape, needed confessions or for criminals to be caught red-handed. They did have forensic photography back then, but it was up to the viewer to discern what they were looking at and often led to wrongful leads or, you know, accusations of witchcraft. Oh, yeah, that. In Scientific American, by director of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, in an article, Hoover argues that the need for uniformity of photographic records and automatic cameras
0: for picturing criminals in the act. So, you know, security footage, which is painfully flawed. I mean, I think every other household now has a ring camera. Yes. But you can't see those things for shit. What about that one video? There was a woman who came in the middle of the night and she rung the doorbell and looked like she needed help and then she rung it again and then walked off. Never mm. figured out who she was. They mm. never figured out. She looked directly at the camera. So that. <laughs> she looked directly at the camera and they never figured out who she was. I, I don't get me... Actually, don't quote me. I'm not sure, but I just remember that going around. They might know who she is at this point, but it if they did, it, it took, took a, a long f- time. long time.
1: Yeah. Long time. I think... What's really interesting, because of ring cameras and things like that, and uh, security footage can be crystal clear at times, but in Canada, bank security footage, (laughs) I've had the absolute pleasure of seeing some uh, footage from an actual bank. And we have Niagara 411 at home, and we always see photos and videos of someone or a company or a business or a bank asking for support in locating the russet potato. Yeah. yeah. And I just look at it. And I'm like, that could be
0: me. <laughs> Did I rob a bank? <laughs> was that me? Where was I yesterday at 3 PM? I am a potato. I am a potato. <laughs> I'm that potato. kind of want to just throw it in there because I was watching a documentary on Jack the Ripper and there's a theory that called Jill the Ripper, where they think that Jack the Ripper might be a woman. That's hot. Yeah, right? Get it, Jill? The idea behind it is that, first of all, they were looking for a guy the whole time because mm, they just mm-hmm. assumed it was a guy. Because so, of the horror, a uh, woman couldn't do uh, that. Uh, clutch my pearls. Women were, would work as, like, midwives m- and stuff like that. Oh. So they would have blood on their clothing, and it wouldn't be weird. They would have an, an anatomical knowledge to be Absolutely. able to take... You know what I mean? Especially since one of the canonical five, they took their the uterus. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of makes sense. And, I mean, we still don't know who Jill, Jill slash the Jack is. the Ripper is. So I like to think it's Jill.
1: That's very funny. <laughs> I love the very many people and ideas that have come from hell. was one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. as a teenager. I watched that way too many times. Convinced that the royal family is a part of it back in the day. But that is definitely a plausible explanation. Yeah,
0: for sure. And like people who think about it call themselves ripperologists. Yes, they
1: actually just like paleontologists, anthropologists, (laughs) ripperologists.
0: You go to Niagara College and get yourself a (laughs) ripperologist.
1: You'd probably pay to get your card online.
0: Oh, probs. So, whichever version you were told or you believe, there is still a dead girl at the conclusion of this story, as well as her blood curdling scream that you can supposedly still hear today. A Durham region group, the Paranormal Seekers, had this to say of their experience at the screaming tunnel. Although we did not hear anything, Brenda said she definitely felt the presence of a young girl. She also sensed that the man from before does walk on the other side of the tunnel where the road and homes are. There are also many locals claiming to hear the screams regularly coming from the direction of the tunnel, which is what led the tunnel to be called what it's given now the Screaming Tunnel. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. If you were to walk through today, you will likely see candles and pentagrams as if to assume Satan is summoned there every so often.
1: It always comes down to Satan. It always comes down to Satan. (laughs) He's always at the face of everything. (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts?
0: Yes, I do believe in ghosts. I think that... I don't know if it's ghosts per se. I believe that they're spirits. But I don't think that ghosts... If there are ghosts, I don't think they can actually harm you. So I think that's... I believe in ghosts, but I don't think that they're they're the way that we've been shown.
1: Oh, they're not the white she did no
0: no i don't think so no
1: i i agree i think everything has an energy to it i am definitely not a spiritual person by mm. any means mm. but i do believe that energy transfers into something and whether or not that energy is traumatic or it has a story attached to it. I think it just gets put into the universe in some way. And depending on how when, where you die, that energy transfer might not go into the earth or go into the atmosphere. It could essentially live amongst us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't remember we were it was on our road trip that was it was it a podcast? I don't remember, but they were this about the Stanley Hotel. And how like the people did nobody's nobody has died at the Stanley Hotel, right? But it's it's explained to be very very haunted, and everyone or the I don't know what podcast it was we listened to too many. Thanks for driving across the country with me. (laughs) But it just they just kind of talked about it was a happy place, so these spirits returned back Mm -hmm. to the Stanley Hotel.
1: Yeah, and I don't we gotta go sometime.
0: Yes,
1: (laughs) book me a room. I think for ghosts or spirits or energy or whatever you want to call it, if it's there and people experience it, it's scary. Mm -hmm. No matter if it's a positive energy or a cold draft or a word or footsteps, that's scary. It's the unknown. It's what's at the end of my bed, what's in the hallway.
0: Like the ghost cats. Cats.
1: I do. I have ghost cats. Yeah,
0: yeah i definitely have ghost cats i think i have one ghost cat who comes back yeah my uh you know blake doesn't let the cat sleep with us yeah. but every once in a while like i have three well you know that but there's times where it feels like a cat's jumped on the bed and like come and snuggled and i know that they're not in there but i'm mm-hmm. like oh hey bimmers like it just yeah.
1: you know oh yeah but Mowgli definitely jumps up every now and again <laughs> and i felt it only after Mowgli passed right um, that wasn't a thing that I experienced growing up or as a child, and just continue to feel it. I, maybe it's phantom limb type thing, yeah. uh, which is possible, but that's me logically trying to make sense right. of it. Yeah. Whereas sure. I know I what I'm feeling. Yeah. And right. it's that energy.
0: Mm. Oh. R.I.P. to our sweet little beans. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If we went tonight, do you think that we would hear the little girl?
0: Part of my brain that wants life to be whimsical and beautiful, but I guess scary says yes. Mm. The logical side of me says no, we're just going to be in a tunnel and we're going to hear wind because it's a tunnel. (laughs) Like,
1: that's the logic part of your brain trying to make sense of what you're thinking and feeling. Yeah. Because ghosts are scary. Yeah. Imagine a sheeted man. Right. little girl no came out I am from shocked the that somebody fire.
0: hasn't like dressed up as a little girl and just like hung out and like jumped at people jumped Maybe at people do, like, that might be that would be hashtag fun. ideas hashtag Halloween <laughs> so when was the first time you went um yeah so
1: I, I mean you were there what do you mean I was there <laughs> My wedding photos were the first time. Shut <laughs> and up. And I went to the screening tunnel. Oh my
0: God, I think so differently of you now. <laughs> well,
1: I have You to, like, never
0: went like in, you never went. No, I
1: never wow. went. I scared.
0: I'm so surprised.
1: I know. I think people are really wow. surprised to hear I don't like scary places. I right. don't. Not places. I don't like haunted houses. I'm now an adult and I have been, and my niece does Haunted Manor Mm. at Halloween time and she forces me to do things. We've talked about going to Wonderland's Mm. Horror Nights, which I will go Halloween Haunt. And uh, we're going to have a great time, um, but I will wear a diaper. So, I thought that potentially having 30 of my closest friends and family around me when I see the tunnel for the first time, I wouldn't be so scared. And I had the highest heels on, and I made my husband take my hand and walk me into the tunnel for photos. Yeah, no, I know. I was there. I know. All of the rocks.
0: All Um, of the rocks, because they were quite high. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Everybody was really happy with me that day. But uh, there was my streamy little stream running through it. Right. I fingered a ghost written on the wall in my wedding photos. In terms of finding out whether this is true Niagara history or just a haunted legend, the verdict is still out. In doing my research, the first thing I wanted to try and confirm was whether or not there was indeed a village at the location of the tunnel. And this was difficult for two reasons. One being that it shares the name of the same city in the States on the other side of the Niagara River, and that its address is actually a part of Niagara-on-the-Lake, which became Niagara-on-the-Lake only in 1880. So without an approximate year, it was really difficult to try and find the supposed village, the family, the farmhouse that was located there at that time. The historical maps that you can view online are dedicated to the previously named Town of Clifton, which is now the known tourist
0: trap. Yeah. In hell. Which I worked at And you were I did up. too And we were rivals Yes Because I was on The Ferris wheel side I don't know if we're allowed To say their names But I was on the Ferris wheel side I was on Well the pile driver side Back right. in the day Right right, right. All right It doesn't exist anymore You can speak no. about it Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah So I worked I was an MC for the WWE In the Falls
0: Avenue area I can area. see that for sure Yeah those places Don't exist anymore yeah. It's a brewery now it's bad beer. It's bad beer. They put like bad it. beer in the, in the tourist capital of Niagara. It's not very good. Ooh. It's a tourist trap, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I hope that people don't come there and then go, this is what Niagara beer tastes like. This is where
1: Kayla used to work. In now. <laughs> what everybody could say people
0: from all over the world come in and go oh this is where Kayla used to work she hates the beer here's so like, I'm not gonna order anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> this area of the region has always been a tourist destination because of its thundering waterfall being a resident it was truly upsetting to see that historical maps viewed online show the current tourist area and not the full region the region itself feels a little bit lost in time mm-hmm. Without this foundation of evidence, any proof of this story has been lost to history, and up to Niagara's residents and ghost hunters alike to continue telling this haunted tale. The only agreed-upon piece of the story is the torturous screams that led up to the death of a little girl. What we can confidently say is that despite the changing stories, people continue to experience paranormal activity within the tunnel to this day. Many residents and dark tourists visit the tunnel each year, usually close to Halloween, hoping to feel her presence or hear her screams. The train tracks are still functioning overhead, and the state of the tunnel lends only to years gone by and nature taking its course. Some people say they experience gusts of winds that extinguish their match, paired with a faint noise similar to that of a girl's screams.
0: Do you know what? I'm surprised. Sorry to interrupt, but I am surprised that because I think
1: the point of a podcast. I
0: think it might be. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm not by any stretch of the word saying that the Niagara region is small. It's not a small town, Mm -hmm. but the families that have been there for a long time know their history. It's true. So I'm very surprised that if this had if the village exists for existed for one that no one's been like oh yeah my great 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 uncle tom lived in that village you know what i mean like that is true i'm so surprised that there's not that
1: there's pride yeah in the niagara region for sure especially niagara on the lake Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of escarpment folks who just love being in that area and that's why it is such a Renowned area. Yeah. I mean, the wine. Yeah, absolutely. Everything about Niagara on the Lake is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the downtown is fantastic, and so when you have that type of history, you preserve it. Yeah, and this doesn't seem to be preserved based At on all. what I found. On yeah,
0: there. I and I don't know that people be like, oh yeah, that was my great 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 niece that died in a tunnel. Like, it, but somebody would have had to live in that village. Yeah, like
1: or my grandfather <laughs> yeah. knew the
0: dad he was a dick yeah <laughs> he was a dick he was a dick <laughs> yeah it's just it's just knowing the region yeah um i'm just surprised that no one's you know
1: yeah. if anybody listening
0: yes. this is your
1: family if you if your legend that you heard was a part of your family or people that you knew you need to tell us we need to hear the story we need to hear that Part of the story yes
0: please please i must hear it <laughs>
1: <laughs> so maybe you're listening and you don't live in the niagara region but you're thinking damn this sounds familiar Girl, what you talk about i heard that <laughs> so alicia have you seen the 1983 david cronenberg movie adaptation of stephen king's the dead zone
0: i have not had the pleasure
1: Every time I bring up a movie,
0: you'll I just be like, "No, I haven't seen that <laughs> totally one." No, not. I haven't seen
1: that. One. I will answer it for her in future in future episodes. <laughs> so, the Screaming Tunnel legend actually precedes itself. It was chosen as not just its filming location, but also its movie poster imagery. IMDb's movie synopsis for those who have not seen it, nudge nudge, Alicia. Oh, sorry. States. Johnny Smith, played by the incredible Christopher Walken, by the way, boys,
0: (laughs) so (laughs) nice,
1: (laughs) wakes (laughs) up from the coma due to a car accident, only to find that he's lost five years of his life, and yet he's gained like a powers
0: that was like a between <laughs> Christopher Walken and the count from Sesame Street <laughs> oh, two fathers with
1: motor accents
0: uh, uh, uh. oh <laughs> would
1: you give up 5 years of your life for psychic powers no What would you give up five years of your life for? To fly,
0: 100%. That's not
1: what I thought you would (laughs) say. No,
0: to fly. First of all, I can't be given psychic powers. I have the anxiety of a chihuahua. Right, this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I don't even think that I would be happy to know that it was like snowing, going to snow the next day and we were all going to get buried in ice and snow. I wouldn't want to know that. I would just, because then i just like, nobody can drive and I would know if my family's driving. Like, I can't live like that could you so
1: in the movie he has the power to change the future so if you had psychic powers with the ability to butterfly effect your way through life to make things as positive as possible would you give up five years for that
0: that sounds like a lot of hard work though it does (laughs) are you prepared for that kind of so no but i would give up five hours of my life oh, God. I would give up five years of my life to fly and be like oh I'm feeling down today let me just fly to Paris yeah. yeah you can like land in really cool sites
1: yeah I mean I think flying would be boss but I think teleportation would be better
0: oh that's a good one that's a good one yeah because
1: then you can just like I dream a genie <laughs> nod oh no I don't think that's I think that's Bewitched.
0: Be, no, it's the I. The genie, genie. Yeah, the genie puts her. Hands yeah, together. that's the genie. Um, but I dream you know the genie what? to Paris. I would be fit as a fiddle if I was flying everywhere though. We ripped. <laughs> like, so you want to work? Boom. Like fly <laughs> like torpedo. your way to Paris. You want actually Superman? Flap like slap your slap way. my way? Wow. Yeah. Good for you. If I, can... I knew I could fly, I would be so motivated to work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would work out Yeah, day. I yeah I would Like I've got, I've got to, I've got to be able to fly. Yeah. We've gone so far off topic.
1: It's okay. <laughs> If you haven't seen the movie, like Sorry. Alicia, because she doesn't watch anything, no. you need to watch it. It's actually a really good movie. It's fun. It's a good horror movie um, that is not gory to the to the levels of like Rob Zombie and Eli Roth. But it's great. You should watch it. You'll not only see the Screaming Tunnel, but there is another infamous haunted location, the Gazebo in Niagara-on-the-Lake. Shut up! Yeah, they filmed there too. And we'll probably do another local legend episode on the Gazebo. It's quite an interesting ghost
0: story. See, I don't know anything about the Gazebo. It's beautiful. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. Yes. If you haven't gone and you live anywhere near, go. It's beautiful. But oh, I did know there was a ghost
1: story. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. fort across the way. There's a lot of haunted legends and ghost stories in on the Lake um, that are super cool. My family and I have always taken them around Halloween, and we do a little ghost hunt. Um, we have so much fun. That's so cool. Yeah, the gazebo is always on our list of places to go. Now, I don't think it is the original gazebo. I think... If I'm not wrong, and somebody will tell me if I'm wrong, I'm sure, that the gazebo was actually redone or refurbished specifically for the movie. Oh. So it's the white and green. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. really cool. It's a great area to go in. And if you're there, go eat at Budapest Bake Shop, mm. eat at the Irish Harp. Yes. Oh, there's Gosh. some great dairy cow ice cream. I couldn't think of the word. Ice cream places there. <laughs> dairy cow there. ice cream. Dairy cow ice cream. Yep. It's fantastic. Go to Niagara on the lake. You will not be disappointed. Have no, you done Yeah. So they use the tunnel location as the actual setting of the murder scene. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So
0: technically, untechnically, somebody was murdered there.
1: Oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a metaverse in itself.
0: <laughs> boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. They, there's a scene in the movie. Where Christopher Walken, I think he like wakes up, he's laying on a bed, and the room that he's in is on fire, and there is a little girl in a nightgown in the corner, and I think he's like, the fire is gonna get the girl! No! <laughs> so I do think that it's, it's a, uh, it's part of it, it's part of the legend, they took the legend, they, David Cronenberg and Christopher Walken know this legend okay. and put a movie to it.
0: That's super cool. Yeah.
1: It's big. You yeah. don't hear that a lot. No. While this legend may be an epic game, phone, it's clear that belief in this story, or one of the many variations, is strong to this day. If you're interested in visiting the tunnel, I implore you to be respectful, leave no evidence behind. I won't give the location out on this episode, just out of respect for the people who do live on the road. Um that as everybody now knows how much of a wuss I am, and the first time going was for my wedding, uh, there was people out gardening and like putting out their garbage, mm. and they came up and talked to us and said yeah. nobody's ever done this before, and I actually didn't know that there was a whole community kind of right off of yeah. the tunnel. Somebody goes out and puts their garbage out across the street from the screaming That's tunnel. Wild. Yeah. So just be respectful. If Don't you do go. write
0: that the ghost fingered you. If they do, if she does, go on the internet and tell people there.
1: Yeah, go on YouTube. You can easily find it online if you think you're going to make the trek. You do need to visit during the day. But if you want a spookier experience, you must go at night. Something I have yet to Which do.
0: I will be forcing her Slash, she will be forcing me to do in the near future. And we'll freak each other out.
1: Yes. And put sure. it on our socials. Yes.
0: There are plenty of videos on YouTube and various social media platforms that you can watch other people's experiences, but we suggest if you have any plans to visit, you steer clear of other people's opinions. If you are brave enough, wait until midnight when it becomes a never-ending tunnel of darkness. Walk to the middle of the tunnel, stop, and light a wooden match. It has to be a wooden match, not a lighter. It has to be a wooden match. Per Every version of it I've ever heard, mm-hmm. it has to be a wooden match. Here, in this moment, may you experience her pain and hear her screams. Do you know why I'm afraid of the screaming tunnels? Why?
1: Is well, I guess it's not why, but why I don't wanna go at night. Cause we did our haunted trip to Clinton Road. And I remember the visceral fear in my body when we stepped out of the car at night. When was oh my black. gosh!
0: But like, that was so bad. Yeah. And we were really stupid, and we watched all those videos before. Yeah. And like, oh, that was terrifying. If you, have, if anybody ever gets a chance, I know it's in the states, and we're we're pro Canada, and he, but Clinton Road. There's a really good restaurant near there. They'll kind of give yes. you some deeds. I can't. I wish I can't remember can what it's called but Definitely. it's right on the corner you can't miss it it's like a cabin looking thing and it was creepy we found some creepy stuff we did some creepy stuff and yeah we freaked ourselves out at night but yeah and then we almost got eaten by bears thank goodness we didn't though because then you lovely people would not have this wonderful episode so yeah we, Thank you so much, Bears of Clinton Road. <laughs>
1: we thought it was a really great idea to extinguish our fire with Doritos and beer, which then smelled like we were baking a loaf of bread. And the um, guards told us not even to leave soap outside of our soap,
0: barn. soap. And so we camped. Kayla's not a camper. I mean, I'm not a camper anymore. But we the the tent that we had. It was supposed to be up on a bear, like, deck. Like, you you don't go on the ground. You go up on this bear deck and you put your tent up. But the tent was so big. (laughs) The ends all hanging out. (laughs) It looked so ridiculous. And then we're, like, laying there, like, oh, my God. It just smells like bread. (laughs) The bears are coming. they are coming. They're going to see her. The tent isn't on the bear deck. (laughs) Which I don't know how that helps at all. Mm -mm. But, yeah, I would make the trip back to Clinton Road and do it at nighttime. We found a couple secret swimming places, which was yes. fantastic. I didn't jump in. I regret it. So if I'm ever near that er- area again, I might make a night of it. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I don't even know why you didn't jump in. I jumped in with all my clothes, with my shoes on. You did. On. I was, I wanted to keep my makeup on.
1: You didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We need to end this episode and go talk about this. Okay.
0: Sorry. This was like seven years ago. I'm I'm less vain now. She says that she's wearing makeup while we're sitting in the closet. (laughs) I think before I got here, you said,
1: sorry, I have to go. I have to go put on a little bit of makeup. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah.
0: But, you know. It makes me feel confident. You know, do what makes you feel confident. But always jump in the
1: waterfall. Always take the opportunity. If you have an opportunity to go to Nagron an Lake, somebody says, let's go. And you say, hey, I know a place. Take the opportunity. Be respectful. Take your wooden matches. Because I promise you, you will have an unforgettable experience. Amen. That's our story. And we're sticking to it. And we're all about it bye